So you know how I've been like trying to get us to all do a Am I the Asshole podcast of of the page? Well, I found this really funny one that I think we'll all like because um, because we all have like, well, I don't know if Alexis has it, but we all have like a little, a little shared, um, shared thing with this person. Who's the person? Well, I don't know who the person is, but I'm going to read it. Wait, should I read this one first? Because this is, like, the one that I think is really good. And then I have, like, a couple that are, like, not as good. Okay. Read the bad ones first. Well, they're not bad. They're just, like, not as good. Read those first. Okay. Uh, I wish I knew how to save stuff on here. Are you on Reddit? Yeah. Is that not a form of social media? Uh, no, because I don't use Reddit. Wait, pause. Before you um read, Raven. Are dating apps considered a form of social media? No. Oh. No, exactly. Dang. <laughs> I'm not friends with those people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's good for the soul. Take a break. Okay. Okay. So our first one is, am I the, oh wait, hold on. Oh man, they removed it. Dang, people remove things too quickly. Okay. Oh, they removed this one too. I remember. Oh wait, no, they didn't. Okay. I found it. It says, am I the asshole for telling my wife I can't enforce boundaries with my mom and we lost our right to when we moved in with her? Here's the story. My wife and I recently had to move in with my mom along with our one-year-old son. My mom has made it very clear that we are ruining her life and she hates having us here. I know in a lot of families, adult children... (laughs) Bless you. I'm sorry. I tried to hold that in. Adult children moving in is normal, but in this situation, she is clearly doing us a favor and is pissed about it. I have been having a hard time setting boundaries with my mom because her answer is if we don't like it, we can leave. And to be honest, that sounds fair. Don't get me wrong. I still say something when she's rude to my wife, but as for real boundaries and consequences, I just don't have any leverage. My wife has been on me lately about how I need to set more boundaries. One thing my mom does that my wife hates is she uses the word be in place of you in a sentence. Previously, I set a boundary that if my mom called either of us a B, we would leave and not visit for X amount of time. Now that we live here, she laughs and t- she laughs and tells me to please go, so my hands are quite literally tied. Well, tonight, my mom came down to go to a work Christmas party, and mother-in-law, who was visiting, made a comment about her outfit was going to get her fired, and my mom said, B, I'm the boss. No one can fire me. My wife gave me a look, but I just shrugged because I felt what my mother-in-law said was rude. My wife spoke up and said that I'm a coward and she's going to remind my mom of our boundary. And we are sick of how she uses that word. My mom then looked at my wife and said, okay, I'll say cut next time, dumb cut. And and I was sh- I was in shock and yelled at her to shut the f up and told her I hate her. She left for the party and 
I thought it was over, but my wife and mother-in-law both began telling me how I needed to set consequences for my mom and how it shouldn't be so easy for her to insult my wife. I responded that we lost our right to set boundaries when we moved into her house. I don't like it either, but she owns our lives, and I'm not going to make a fool of myself or come off as some choosy beggar. I said, for now, she really can't say what she wants. Mother-in-law muttered something under her breath, and my wife began to scream at me. My wife is currently not speaking to me and says I can't come to our room tonight. She called me weak and told me to crawl in bed with my mom, which honestly really hurt because my mom has multiple locks on her door as she doesn't trust us. So, what's your verdict? Is he the asshole? No. His mom is. But, like, he could have been like, hey, mom, you can't be calling my wife that. He could have said, hey. Also, he could have said for name calling, yeah, but like you also live with her, so you're kind of like walking on a fine line of I don't want to get kicked out, I don't want to ruin our relationship, but at the same time, I don't want to be disrespectful. Something about me, if a man's mama called my wife, no, if a man's mama called my mom a B, that's not gonna rub me the right way because that's my mom. I just feel like it's unnecessary to bring her mom into it when her mom clearly doesn't live there. She probably doesn't live, like, in close proximity if she's visiting for the week. And also, they have a one-year-old child. You know, kids are so, um, what's the word? Perceptive? Maybe that's not the word I'm thinking of. But you know, like, they pick on things at like such a young age so if you're walking around saying the b word all the time and then now you've replaced it with the c word your one-year-old child is gonna start calling people in preschool the b word and c word i mean i mean maybe but yeah no i would have mm, I, I i feel for the wife because i would have been like hey i know we live in your house but like you can't be calling me that wait okay yeah. also why can't the wife set the boundaries with the mother-in-law? With the mother? I mean, that's like not her mama. Yeah. yeah, but, like... That's the point. Like, that's not her mama. Like, she can, but, like, he should be the one doing it. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, because it will just make her look worse if she's, like... You can't talk to me like that, and then she's gonna be like, my son ain't said nothing. And then, where you at? You're just sitting there. Say something. But yeah, no, that dude's a wean ball. He should he should be able to um, stand up to his mom. Mm. Or I just say they just have both their moms scrap it out. No, because her mom really didn't do anything other than maybe that's not the appropriate outfit you need to be wearing. But I'm just saying. Fired. But I'm just saying. I know her mom didn't do anything. I want to know what this outfit looks like. I mean, I know I never will, but. In my mind, I'm like, mm, so what constitutes getting In hired? In my mind, it's probably just, like, a short skirt and, like, a kind of low-cut top. Yeah. But, like, in my mind, they're also old, so. Yeah, maybe, like, well, TBH, in my mind, like, if I'm imagining what these people look like, um, it's very much giving, like, a bodycon dress situation. Like, low-cut, short, bodycon. It's like, 
I don't think you would just wear that to like a work Christmas party. Yes? No? Mm, Again? Hang up and hang out, Casey. We have things to do. We have a business to run. Oh. I think she said her mother. Or her brother. Yeah, I can't read your lips. But yeah. <laughs> I think she's saying mama. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it really looked like she's saying mama. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I said mom. I'm not three. <laughs> That's not what it looked like. I was just trying to see if they fed the dog, but oh well. Oh. Um, small disclaimer, Tabitha's, Tabitha Brown's Sleepy Time Tea doesn't really do anything. And apparently you're supposed to drink two to three cups a day. But if it's like a relaxation tea, I mean, I guess it's not supposed to put me to sleep. Um, it's like normal Sleepy Time Tea? To be honest, I couldn't really tell you what Sleepy Time Tea tastes like. This tastes like lemon. Uh, Stop. I drink Sleepy Time Tea and I couldn't tell you what it tastes like. <laughs> oh. I know, but like, compare it. Um, no, I mean it's been a while since I've had it. I feel like, but this tastes like lemon. It's more of like a chamomile mint mixture type thing. Oh, uh, I feel like, but I feel like sometimes I put too much like? honey in it, and it like cancels out the sleepy time benefits. What does chamomile taste like? Honey. Oh, I don't know. I oh. can't tell you, but <laughs> like, no, describe it, because in my mind, I feel like it tastes like a flower. It's not too flowery because I don't like flowery stuff. Oh. Ugh, I went to Sweet Green today. I know you sent me that thing. I don't. I don't. I don't go into Fort Worth to be near a Sweet Green. To okay. Use it. Well, out of the two of you, you would be the one to go before Raven. I mean, I want. So I was to taking go. my I'm chances. Just never in Fort Worth. You should go. I want to, but then I looked at their menu. Why does all of their stuff have nuts in it? Um, you can take it off. It's what customizable. It? It's a salad place um, on a university. Oh, uh, wow. I'm really just giving that away. That could be anywhere, to be quite honest. We could be in Austin. We could be in Dallas. We could be... Never mind, Casey already said what city we were in. <laughs> Y'all, only people in a 30-mile radius to us listen to this. Well, this 30, is true. And actually, 30 miles no. is generous. Actually, no. We have some South African listeners. That's just people using a VPN. <laughs> Don't burst my bubble. I okay. looked at that today. Are y'all ready for the second one? Yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for not spending Christmas in the hospital with my daughter? My... 39F, daughter, 16F, so the mom's 39, daughter, 16, has a sensitive stomach ever since she was a kid. There are certain foods that will upset her stomach to the point where she's unable to stop throwing up. 
We've seen countless doctors, but so far no one's been able to give us a clear answer. The only advice we keep getting is to identify all trigger foods and cut them from her diet. We have a pretty good idea of what those foods are. Soda and other carbonated drinks, chips, Cheetos, and other similar processed snacks, anything oily or fried, and most sweets. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, this is exactly the kind of stuff my daughter loves to eat the most, and as horrible as she feels after she has them, she still refuses to cut them out of her diet, which in turn led to her spending a lot of time in the hospital the past few years. When she was little, it was easier to keep all these foods away from her because I simply wouldn't buy them, but now that she's older, I can't always be there to check what she eats. She eats the greasy pizza at her school's cafeteria she trades her lunch with her classmates she goes out with friends and stops to eat kfc and so on and it always ends with her in the er crying and shaking because she can't stop throwing up this was the case on christmas eve as well when our whole family gathered at our place and of course among the many dishes at our christmas table were some of her main trigger foods like chips soda chocolate and sweets now mind you these were far from the only foods available to her. We also had a variety of home-cooked traditional dishes on the table with ingredients that didn't upset her stomach, like vegetables, meat, dairy, etc. All of them delicious and well-seasoned. My daughter herself says she really likes most of these dishes. Despite this, my daughter chose to eat nothing but her trigger foods. I reminded her that they'd make her feel awful, but she didn't. But she said she didn't care because Christmas is only once a year and she wants to live a little. Well, this ended with her violently throwing up in the ER a few hours later. She had she had to be hospitalized for a few days and only just got out, out of the hospital a few hours ago. And unlike all the previous times when something like this happened, this time I chose to spend Christmas relaxing at home with the rest of our family and not in the hospital by my daughter's side. I kept in touch with her through calls and texts and told her if she needed anything, I'd ask a family member to bring it to her, but I made it clear I would not be visiting her during her stay. And while my daughter didn't take this too well, she cried every time we talked on the phone, begged me to come over, and told me how horrible I was for abandoning her all alone, So and so on. Most of our family didn't take my side in this either, and during the past few days, I got called everything from a little extreme to downright cruel and heartless. Am I the asshole? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because you left your child alone on Christmas. Now, granted, she knows better. She's 16. She should know what she can and can't eat. But also, at the same time, she's 16. I don't know. This kid sounds a little annoying, but I'm not a parent, so. Okay, I understand if she was older. Like, what's your cutoff age to where you wouldn't go to the hospital with her? Like, 18. 18. So you tell me she got two more years having you at the hospital? I think they're you did. Like, okay, once they go off to college and they're kind of more on their own. Yeah, if she really wanted to sell this, like, you need to figure out what you can and can't eat and learn how to do better, you should have made her pay all the hospital bills. I don't care if you have insurance, you should have charged her. But because like, yeah, that's that's really going to stick it. Like, oh, I have to pay this amount of money because I want to keep going to the ER. And no, ERs aren't co- like ER visits. Well, actually, this may not be for all insurance, but at least I know for my insurance, ER visits are not covered completely under your insurance. You have a copay. So if I went to the ER tonight, I'd be paying $500. Therefore, if they have the similar type of insurance I do, and they're going at least probably let's say like once a month sister should be paying five hundred dollars to her mom every single time because you know better 
wow, Casey, maybe you should like. That's interact. like crazy. <laughs> she but, said that that she would send somebody else. She wouldn't even if she was like, "Hey, mom, can I get a change of clothes?" She'll go, mm, "Your aunt will bring them." Like, is this a form of punishment? Like, you're punishing your daughter for not eating what she's supposed to be eating, but you're also punishing her by not going to see her. I don't think it's like it doesn't. I don't know. I feel like it's not like a punishment. It's just like. A natural consequence because she was all Christmas only comes once a year and now her mom pulls up Christmas only comes once a year. It's not a natural thing. Like if you really wanted to be next to your child, you would move. I mean, obviously she don't want to be next to her child to be next to her. So this obviously she don't want to be next to her child. I'm like almost certain this is a form of punishment. She may not be thinking, oh, I'm punishing her by not going, but it's a form of punishment. Like, you know, Christmas. I mean, I guess. The older you get, the less, like, exciting Christmas becomes because, you know, you're old. But when you're at least 16, it's still, like, exciting. She can't open presents with the family. She can't eat Christmas dinner. I mean... I don't think... I can see both sides. (laughs) I think 16 is a little young. But also, she told her not to eat it, and she just did it. So. And yeah, she told her, she goes, hey, this is going to make you feel really sick. And she looked her dead in her face and said, Christmas only comes once a year. I okay, want to live a little. Or anything. She should have risked it all <laughs> on Christmas Day. I was just, okay, shoot. And violently throwing up because of, like, these foods upset your stomach. I want to know what kind of intolerance we have. Like, is it a gluten thing because it's, like, pizza involved? Is it... No, it's probably just, like, it's probably not. Because it says she can eat dairy, meat, cheese, and stuff. Yeah, and I don't think any of those have gluten. But, no, but, oh, I don't know. But then it had stuff like chocolate and, like, sweets. I think it's just, like, a like an irritation thing. It just irritates her stomach. Oh, and okay. Also, another thing. The pain doesn't bother you enough. Like, you're violently throwing up. And I know, like, once you reach a That's point true. in throwing up, you, like, have nothing else to throw up. So you're yeah. just, like, like contracting your stomach muscles. Like, you're telling Do me. Do you not feel pain? Yeah, like, you're telling me you'd rather be, like, shaking what? and crying. Then, like, it just eat something else that you know you like. I don't know. I ain't got stomach issues, so, like. Why don't like, you just eat it in moderation? Like, small doses. Like every time she eat it, she She's eats a ton of it. Excess amounts of, like, pizza, eating it all at once. But, yeah, like, it, I feel oh, like that would be painful if you're just, like, violent growing up. It's probably because her mom don't bring it in the house. And you know those kids that were, like, never allowed to have, like, a thing that they really liked in their house when they, they would, would do leave, anything to get it? They yeah. would just be, like, wild and out. I think that's it. But, yeah, like, imagine, say you live, like, 15 minutes from the hospital. You're throwing up at your house violently. You have to get in the car, throw up again, get to the hospital, still throwing up until they can fix you. Why would you put yourself through that? What do you mean? Actually, I put myself through dairy stuff. But I mean, I mean same, but like in moderation, not this feels like it's what every every single week if she's going to school trading lunches, she's coming yeah. home for Christmas. This is like maybe once or twice a month. Again. You get food poisoning and you never eat that thing that gave you food poisoning again. But she's like, still eating it. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if their all insurance saying, is similar to mine, they're paying five hundred dollars each time. All I'm saying is most people are saying, like, mom, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't handle the mom for it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody agreeing with this kid. They I said, get it, they but at the same time, she's 16. <laughs> this is going to scar her. No, they said they said no, because why she keep on doing it? Because why does she keep on doing it? Like, throwing up they, is painful. Especially when you I have know. nothing to throw up. Like, real, like, that kind? Ugh. The worst. Mm -hmm. Was that the big one that you were referring to? No. The big big one I'm referring to, I find it funny. Well, I find, like, the additions funny. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, for the big one? Dang, I had lost it. Okay, hold on. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay a little side story okay whenever so before we started i i messaged a dude on hinge and because his his one of his things on hinge and his little prompts was i geek out on history and conspiracy theories and he put well he put conspiracies in quotation marks and i was like okay why are conspiracies in quotation marks because conspiracies are a real thing and he was like, um, because the term conspiracy theory is a conspiracy itself. It was made by the CIA to discredit any information saying they were responsible for the JFK slash MLK assassination. Mm. Interesting. Is that related to the thing you're about to read? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say interesting. Like no, this is just a real life situation that I'm in right now. <laughs> I'm just living my my truth. Um okay, wait, back to it, back to it. Okay, okay, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. So, am I the asshole for not apologizing to my sister-in-law for having a medical emergency? <laughs> it starts off, "Who boy?" <laughs> So I, 33 male, am married to my wife, Lee, 36 female. I have two sibling-in-laws. The middle one is Z, 32. And the youngest, my sister-in-law, Perry, is 27. The nine-year age gap between my wife and her baby sister has always been an issue for them. My wife thinks her little sister is a spoiled brat and Perry thinks Lee is just mean to her. Up until recently, I've always given Perry the same respect I give to my own siblings who are both 26. I am severely asthmatic. Last year, I went on a family trip with my in-laws to Austin for my wife's cousin's wedding. The ceremony was beautiful and the reception was amazing. An open bar with good bourbon certainly helps. An hour before the reception was to end, I started to get an asthma cough. My throat was scratchy. I was coughing more than usual. I started drinking water but was beginning to feel like I should probably get to my inhaler sooner rather than later. 
problem was my inhaler was back at the Airbnb. My wife noticed me having trouble and asked me if I was okay. I told her I was fine, but when everyone was ready, I'd like to get back to the Airbnb sooner rather than later to get my meds. She nods and informs her dad. Father-in-law gathers up the family into the rental van and we start making our way back. The whole way back, Perry, who is drunk AF now, complains about leaving the party early. So I get annoyed and I snap and say, I'm so sorry that my chronic lung disease ruined your night. Next time I'll make sure to die in peace. Now I'm wheezing and can barely breathe. It's a full-blown asthma attack. I'm literally two minutes from telling my father-in-law to skip the Airbnb and go straight to the ER. Fortunately, we get to the Airbnb just in time. I take my meds and I'm okay. The next morning, Perry demands I apologize for ruining her night. It's been months and neither of us has apologized for what happened. I've been respectful and amicable towards her, but I guess with my... ASD, I've been showing my distaste more than I thought. So ASD is autism spectrum. Okay, okay. Okay. My wife tells me this has caused issues in the family because Perry now thinks I don't like her. I don't hate her. I just think she should be mature enough to admit she made a mistake. Anyways, am I the asshole for not apologizing for what I did? Edit, forgot to mention this, Perry and her partner, male 34, were offered the option of an Uber and she chose not to take it. Absolutely not. She is. Okay. Why was I literally feeling the asthma attack? (laughs) Okay, Okay. and all I'm saying, all I'm saying, so someone in the comments, actually, do do we want to get our thoughts out and then I'll add this little piece? Okay. All I'm saying is, that's on him that's a you problem you take the uber home with your wife also if if you are such a severe asthmatic why don't you got your inhaler on you yeah i always why don't you got your inhaler on you if if you can have an asthma attack that severe that goes from zero to i need to be in the er within an hour you ain't got your inhaler on you and you you almost 40 You've had asthma for how long? I don't think it's really on him, but I don't think it's on her. Like, I think she shouldn't have got upset, but I think they could have went an Uber either way. Yeah. Yeah, like, but- why wasn't an Uber offered to him and his wife to, like... Yeah, why didn't you know, he just say... Well, why didn't he just be like, oh, dang, babe, we gotta go. I Let me call an Uber now. Okay, well, also, it depends on what, like, how quickly the Uber would get there, because if he was basically on the verge of dying, maybe it would have been quicker for the father-in-law to wrap everybody up, get in the car, and speed to the Airbnb. But all I'm saying is, why can't they go to the Airbnb... And come back. And come back. Or, like, just send the wife back with the car once after the hour was over to go pick everybody up. I also thought about that, too. But, like, no. Um, Perry, she's spoiled. She yeah, I'm gonna call her a brat. Why are you upset over somebody's medical disease okay. that he can't control? Okay, and so someone in the comments was like, you're the asshole for not taking your inhaler with you. If your <laughs> asthma's that bad. And the, and the guy that posted, he goes... Honestly, I do own that. I haven't had an incident in 10 years and gotten complicit. 
I immediately like ordered beer. another. That's what I. Either okay, you have maybe, severe asthma or you don't. Ten years. Maybe it's severe in the fact that it goes from like zero to one like very quickly, as opposed to like a moderate. Actually, I don't know. I've never really had like an asthma issue. That's happened to me where mine went from like zero to one hundred real quick, but that was like what middle school. Well, yeah, but, but like, like, um, can you have a mild form of like asthma? Like a mild asthma attack, like one you can get over relatively quickly, or do you like absolutely need your inhaler every time you feel like one's coming on? If it's an asthma attack, you need like I need my inhaler. But all I'm saying is, this man, if if you know your asthma can be that bad, bring your inhaler with you. What you mean? Ten years? I got complicit. Being complicit for ten years, me, mean your inhaler at home. <laughs> Like, you didn't even pack it on vacation. If he didn't yeah. pack it on vacation, oh my goodness. Like, I Call like, I haven't had, like, an asthma thing in years. I don't even know where an inhaler is. Oh, I always have mine. If I have an asthma attack, y'all better get me to the ER. Because I don't. An inhaler? <laughs> Nowhere to be found. That's complicit. What this man did, would you bring your inhaler 10 years later? You you telling me you ain't had an asthma attack since you were 26? And you still bring your inhaler around? Something's not adding up. Maybe he has like flare-ups. Because I have flare-ups, but they're not really attacks. Like I can just sit there wheezing for hours. Okay, I guess that's what I was saying. Like, can you have like a mild form of it? So I guess that would be a flare-up, but do you absolutely need your inhaler when you have a flare-up, or can you just, like, tough it out? I mean, I can tough it out, but it's miserable until you get your inhaler. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Like, maybe he's just having, like, you know, mild symptoms, <laughs> and it's, but like, it's, a, it's never gotten this bad. Something must have triggered And second of all, yeah, I know. I like, mean, you, you were drinking a whiskey. It, it was... They this they were outside in oh. Austin. Oh. oh, okay. And another thing. it was the birch. <laughs> another thing. Why does he need to apologize to her? Like, why are you demanding an apology for this man for having an asthma and attack? Also, it could. Like, and also, I don't understand why it's such a big deal and why people have this like weird thing about apologizing. All he had to be is like, hey, yo, my bad. My lungs were not down to hang. Yeah, you know, like a, a general, I'm so sorry to everybody. Yeah. But also, if you were really that upset about leaving early, take an Uber. You were offered one. Yeah, like they could just stay behind. Like, because that would have been my defense. You want an apology for me and I gave offer- you a segue? Did they offer to pay for it? Because you know how Austin is with, like, prices. Did they just say, oh, y'all can get an Uber? Because if I had a ride already and someone was like, get an Uber, and the Uber costs $40, I'm not getting an Uber. I'm just going to be mad I got to leave now. Okay, even if they were, if they weren't, if you were that intoxicated, you'd be down to say yes to anything. So, and that's probably why she said yes. I mean, she was like, I guess, but I mean, I would have loved to like a little more. And also, as for a ride from somebody, you were at a family wedding with your family. Oh, yeah, that's true. She could have asked somebody to drop you off, text them the address before you get even more wasted, and they can drop you off. So, personally. There's no demanding an apology. You should have thought about it more before you got into the vehicle. 
yeah and that's how i feel about that um what are you looking for another one oh no should i I oh, can. Okay. Um, I want to talk about this little tidbit real quick because I don't think Raven, you're up to date on this. But there is a drama TikTok page about Brooklyn and Bailey. Ooh. And they're like, what? What is it about? Like, they're calling them out on like every single thing that they've ever said in videos. Like when Brooklyn got engaged, she was like, "Me and Brooks have been dating for well over a year." And then somebody then went and fact checked it. They were dating for like nine months, and then they got engaged. And, and somebody in the comments was like, well, technically you're still dating when you're engaged, so they could have been dating for well over a year. Yada, yada, yada. And then they were talking about... Um, you know when they hit it? Wait, I said... They hit it for a while. Yeah. I said Brooks. Dakota, sorry. Uh, there was another thing about Brooks. He just got married. Um, and then they were talking about Dakota's uh, political beliefs and his family's political beliefs and that he's such a like big donald trump fan and then brooklyn facebook (laughs) and then brooklyn came out and said he's changed his views he um is very much pro-choice now supports the lgbtqia plus community supports blm yada 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 it shouldn't matter and uh, you know they're not necessarily wrong in that stance like it really shouldn't matter but at the same time, like, if you're so pro all of these things, how are you going to marry somebody who's not pro all of these things? And she said he didn't change his views until they got together. So I just want to know how that conversation worked out. <laughs> mm. And then somebody asked her, they posted another, like, clip from a video about how they asked her if her and Dakota were waiting until marriage from a TikTok live. And she was like, I don't feel comfortable at answering that question so then they went to every single video that anybody has ever asked them about are y'all waiting until marriage from like well all the times that brooklyn has said that she is until then and they were like okay so why were you comfortable talking about it then versus now are you saying like you have already done it and to be quite honest if we're using our context clues all four of them were living in a rental house together put two and two together you didn't need to go on tiktok yes they probably did but also, it's probably none of your business. Mine video either. What'd you say? But they're also a lot. They're like not in the spotlight as much. No, but I went down the rabbit hole. I watched twenty videos. Well, I watched all of them and was like, oh my goodness! They came for Rylan. They came for Camry. They came for the whole family, basically, about how they don't think that Daxton gets included a lot in like the videos. But that's also because he's blatantly said he doesn't want to be in them. Yeah. Or like. Um, somebody asked Mindy if she thinks that Dax and Paisley are going to graduate high school early and she was like it'll be a miracle if Daxton just graduates because you know he's on the spectrum he's had like some learning difficulties Paisley probably doesn't want to because she loves being at home and they were like you're sharing too much information about your son's journey they've talked about this already he's talked about it if we're going to come with the facts come correct I mean I'm just like we're that invested in these people's lives that we have to go and clip every single video that they posted and then they were like in the the video where they did the period thing like they were going all around the 50 states um they were like well when they posted the donation link they had already made six thousand dollars and then they went and screenshotted who sent like the money five thousand was from her parents and then another thousand 1,000 was from Dakota, and they were like, okay, why are we gloating about $6,000 when it's from your family members? $6,000 is $6,000. It don't matter where it came from. Thank you. It's not like anybody's parents can just drop $5,000. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was very interesting. Huh? Did y'all hear about the uh, Colleen Hoover drama with the coloring book? Yes. No. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yo, You're not on TikTok. I've been off social media for three days and I'm already missing so much. I don't understand why it's a big deal. It's a coloring book. Okay, so Colleen Hoover was going to release it and it ends with us coloring book. What would even be in there? I didn't understand that either. Like the flowers. That, like all the biggest moments of the end of the page or whatever. Can I guess? Can I guess? We don't, we, we don't know what's in there. We got a set of stairs. We got a steaming casserole. <laughs> we don't know what's in there. An elevator. Things. But everyone on TikTok is getting mad because it's like such a like deep and like it has like a big meaning. Like the book has like a, a big mm-hmm. overall meaning and they think a coloring book is going to diminish that meaning and then they're like the big moments like they're gonna be a coloring page of <laughs> Ralph pushing what's her down the stairs yeah so, lily it's gonna thinking, be an arm with a bite mark on it <laughs> i was thinking we were like gonna have like a an archway or like her storefront that says like i think it was gonna be literally her, her florist shop atlas's restaurant his yeah. house There's i just think be a a little dory in there yeah i didn't or like yeah. her watching ellen with him i didn't think it would be like a oh well, this is a picture you can color of lily falling down the stairs but like that's a big moment so like, yeah but it's a coloring book there's some excitement you don't want to be crying as you're coloring i, I just think that <laughs> i just feel like that's her worst book to do that with yeah. There's Go gotta be... Like, yeah, if she has so many other books, why did she have to pick that one? Yeah, why did she have to pick that one? It's probably because it's her most popular, but, like, mm-hmm. Colleen, read the room. Personally... Like, she could do a coloring book with any... With a lot of her books, really. What made her choose a coloring book? She should have mm-hmm. done one, like, of all of her books combined. Yeah, and then, like, you could easily leave out the majority yeah. of It Ends With Us. Yeah. You could do like flowers, mm-hmm. like the the shop, and then yeah, like you remember, like that specific flower thing they were talking about that sounds so but ugly. That like steampunk with oh, the purple. Yeah. Fly- that sounds so ugly. And like but... you, you can't put people in the coloring book because we don't like it's our interpretation of what they look like until the movie yeah. comes out. Yeah, I mean, I'm if so I had to pick who Lily looks like. I can't, I don't know her actual name. Like, if I saw a picture of her, I would know who she is, but I just know she has red hair. Everything, and everything I read, everybody is black. Everybody is black. Lily Blossom Bloom is black. Black. Atlas? Yes. Black. Black. Maybe maybe Ryle? Atlas can be black. Lily Blossom Bloom, whatever, Lily Rose Bloom, whatever her name is, of African descent. (laughs) Alyssa and Marshall? Black. I literally picture Marshall as uh, Marshall from... Yes! From uh, How I Met Your Mother. mother. Y'all, I only read reader inserts, so if (laughs) Anytime... Lily Casey, I I only read reader inserts. I don't believe in I don't believe in characters. If there's a main character, it's me. Okay, I do that too. The main character is me, which is why they're always black. But like, if I'm picturing, 
if I'm actually trying to picture who she would look like. Oh, I can't do that, so it doesn't matter. She is of Caucasian descent with red hair. I can't do because I can't do that. It don't matter. And then if they describe what they look like in the book, I'm like, oh, okay, I can kind of put like nope. you know, they go they go blue they go blue eyes, I go brown eyes. <laughs> they go straight blonde hair, I go curly dark hair. No, I they go, she's 6'2". I go, dang, that was a typo. I think they meant to put a 5 there. Mm. But that's how I read books. Okay, guys, I have one more. Our last I didn't one. read through this one. Okay. Am I the asshole for talking back to my boyfriend's mom after she apologized for throwing away the leftovers I had in her fridge? This one is calling me, causing me some serious problems right now. And in addition to judgment on whether or not I was wrong to do what I did, any advice on how to move forward from here would be appreciated. I'm at a loss. Okay, so my 24 female, so the girl's 24, boyfriend, 23, of almost seven years, lives with his mom and stepdad. We spend a lot of time there because while I'm living slash house-sitting my grandma's house in town, he doesn't like spending time there. His mom lets me cook there pretty much whenever I want, provided that I clean whatever mess I make, which I do. About a week ago, I made a batch of white chicken chili for my boyfriend and I and his cousin's wife. There was plenty left over that I put in the fridge. Three days later, I was over around lunchtime and was peckish, so I decided to go heat up some some of the chili but when i got to the fridge it was gone i asked the stepdad if he knew where it was and he said they had thrown it out because it had been in there a while and wasn't good anymore i said there was no way it had gone bad already because i've made that recipe and kept it in the fridge for much longer just fine i texted my boyfriend and asked why my leftovers kept getting thrown away not the first time something has Something was gone within a few days, and he ended up talking to his mom about it, and she said that she probably shouldn't have thrown it out yet, but they usually just throw away anything that's been in the fridge for more than a day or two. He asked her to apologize since I was upset about the wasted money. I'm a first-year teacher paying off college loans. And so she came to me and said, basically, hey, sorry you're upset I threw your stuff out, but we usually throw things away after two or three days, to which I responded that I wish I'd known there was a time limit because then I'd move the leftover somewhere else. She said something along the lines of, well, it's nothing to be mad about and left, but I guess she said something to my boyfriend about me still being mad because he came down and yelled at me for being disrespectful to his mom, and I shouldn't have said anything back except thanks because it's her house. I felt I wasn't disrespectful because I didn't have a tone. I just calmly and matter-of-factly said I wish she told me that beforehand so I could have made a different decision to not be in this situation at all. Nonetheless, he's adamant that I was wildly disrespectful and should apologize to his mom for my back talk. So, am I the asshole? Um. Oh, do you want the extra information? Yeah. Okay, first one. I have been actively encouraged by my boyfriend and my boyfriend's mom in the past, yes, even in the recent past, to cook there and treat the kitchen slash house as my house as well. 
When I cook, I buy my own ingredients with the exception of things like flour, sugar, milk, eggs, and spices because it's ridiculous to have a separate pantry for me in their house. However, I've also bought those things and more food stuff for the house before to repay using her stuff. Two, I do not have my own kitchen, nor do I have the ability to get my own place now or in the near future. I live with my grandma in town and pay a modest amount of her rent. And then after Christmas, she leaves for Florida until the spring and I watch the house. I first moved in when I graduated college to help watch the house while she was gone. My boyfriend doesn't like to be at my grandma's house much, even when she's not there because it's not his house. So he has to take care with someone else's things and he just can't go out in the garage and work on his truck whenever he likes. So we don't end up spending much time at my grandma's house. Yes, I've talked to him about this and no, it hasn't really gotten anywhere. The reality is the stuff I have to work on is generally more portable than his stuff. So if we both have things to get done, but we want to also spend time together it makes more sense to be there the dinner part had been frustrating 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 me though because i've been feeling like i was taking over the kitchen a lot lady lately and wanted to go to grandma's but bf assured me it was fine and his mom didn't mind as far as taking things with me when i left over the next couple of days after the chili was made we were in and out a lot but rarely left his house to go to my house it was usually to go to his cousin's house or some holiday party with friends or family my own birthday party at my parents house when we were leaving to go somewhere else it really didn't make sense to try and grab leftovers because then i'd just be carting it from someone else's kitchen to a different someone else's kitchen and on top of that it's not like moving the chili was at the forefront of my mind which leads me to it wasn't a huge container like a crock puck full or anything. It was a medium to large size stackable Tupperware container and I made sure I stacked it underneath the other stuff they had in the fridge so it didn't get in the way of them using the fridge. And yes, despite having been around for almost seven years and using the kitchen, I didn't know about the hard and fast two to three day rule. Usually we didn't have leftovers when I cooked at his house because everyone was eating with us. It's only fairly recently that there have been a couple instances of ending up with leftovers. The only other leftovers uh, are usually takeaway boxes. So, I, I don't think... Two to three days? I kind of think the mom went to the son and was like, oh my god, why was she so mad about it? Why was she, whenever she was just like, oh dang. That's crazy. I didn't know about that rule. Uh, I guess I know now. Now I won't keep my food in there. Also, but two to three days? You telling me you'd rather be in the house with your mama and daddy than in a house alone with your girlfriend that she has for one quarter of the year? I mean, if it's, like, because he's working on his truck, I kind of get that. Because if you have, like, all of the tools at your house, you don't want to pack all but of them up. But does he need to be working on his truck all the time that he can't even go over and stay with his girlfriend for exactly. a couple days? And second of all, two to three days and you want to throw out white chicken chili? No, four to five. <laughs> Sorry. Really hated about that because it's very good. <laughs> Hopefully hers was really good. And also that kind of sucks. Second of all, why didn't your like boyfriend say anything about, oh, we're not done with that yet. Or like, you know, something to that degree. Second I mean, of all, why didn't she eat any? Not I her, just feel like mom. I just feel like she went and she checked and she was like, oh, my chili's gone. And then 
I feel like they escalated it to something she didn't mean it to be. I feel like she was just like, oh, dang, where'd my chili go? And the stepdad yeah. was like, oh, we probably threw it out because we usually throw stuff out every couple of days. She was just like, oh, dang. Oh, I wish I would have known that. Three days. So you're telling me when you go grocery shopping, you buy a tomato. And you take a slice out no. of the tomato the first day you get it. We're throwing it out for three days. Leftovers are different than like food. Like this is like cooked like a meal. I don't think so. I think it's a four to five day rule. Sometimes a week, depending on what it is. I'll no risk my chances after the fifth day. Yeah, no more than a week. Yeah. But after a week, yeah, after a week, it's like time to let Sometimes it go. Sometimes I be trying to like make sure I eat stuff before <laughs> the week is up. Because I'll be like, I don't really want this now. But like, I'm not going to be able to have it later. Now, restaurant leftovers are different. You can't That's like two house days. that for a week. That's a two to three day rule. Really two, maybe one to two. But you really should be eating it the next day. Now, me and his mom would have had to fight. Because why are you throwing away perfectly good chili? <laughs> and I, mean, I thought. <laughs> I see Alexis is the girlfriend that's having. I would have just been like, dang, my chili. Yeah. And then the mom would have been like, and the mom was just like, oh, yeah, we usually, and I would have just been like, okay. No. I was like, dang, Sharon, I wish I would have known. I wanted my chili. To oh, her miss. face, I would have said that. To y'all in a group chat, I would have said all what I just <laughs> I said. I love you missing me. Told y'all. Hmm? What'd you say? It wouldn't be a big deal. Like, I would have totally forgot about it by the time. Like, it no, I wouldn't have forgotten because I would be going with the intent of, oh, I'm going to have some great chili when I get there. Honestly, yeah, I probably no wouldn't chili. have thought about it to, like, tell people either. I would have just been like, that y'all y'all would have been like, we don't even ask each other, but if y'all just happen to ask me what I have for lunch, I would have just been like, I was going to eat chili, but then I just, like, that it wasn't there no more, so I ate something else. And then I would pout in silence that my chili has been taken. I'm going to starve myself for the duration of my stay here. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to vent. But honestly, I wouldn't cook at his house. Neither would I. Because I feel like it's kind like, of like an invasion of like, are you like, well, I guess they've been together for seven years. So she's probably like pretty comfortable doing it at but this point. I'm probably. But like, I have my own seasonings, my own preferred pans for things to go in. But also like. It's different. I guess, like, every once in a while, but it sounds like she cooks there almost every night, which is weird that he can't even come over to her place, like, every couple of days. And if she is cooking every single night, where do you put your leftovers then? Do we eat those in two to three days? But Does everybody I mean, else eat with them? No, she, yeah, yeah, she said that. Yeah, she said, she said they don't usually have leftovers. Yeah, I'm very passionate about this. I mean, I'm not, a, like, a big leftovers person, but I feel like two to three days is just a little too much. Like, you come over with the intent of eating, and it's not there. It's like when Raven had a Martinelli's in her fridge, and her brother drank it. Like, you were thinking about, oh, I'm going to drink that again. Like, oh, I have another one. No, you're not. Honestly, as someone with an older brother, um... This happens to my food a lot. I I go to the fridge. I go, mm, I can't wait to eat this. Even when they're moved out. Gone. Even when they're moved out. Even when they don't live here. You go thinking something is safe in your fridge. And it's not. It's like, it's like if you have an older brother, food is never safe. I've never had that experience. 
I bet you Alexis always got to eat her leftovers. Yeah, you, and I also took my mom. I bet you Alexis has never had to had to fight somebody be like, no, I called it. I it's mine. I called it. When did you call it? Last night whenever nobody was around. No, okay, so as we're about to move in with each other, we were talking about so like what's your preferred role on leftovers? And I was like, I'm I'm not really a big leftovers person to begin with. From like if it's a pasta, I'm not eating it because I had a bad experience with the hard, crunchy noodle one time when I was heating my spaghetti up from Olive Garden, and I just can't bear myself to when eat I tell, another I pasta. Eat, I tear up leftover pasta. Leftover spaghetti is like better than first day spaghetti. Really no, I like, barely like spaghetti now. Oh my god, second day spaghetti. Like fettuccine Alfredo don't no. heat up the best, but no. like I still love me like some some reheated up fettuccine Alfredo. If it's past that like twenty four hour mark, I'm not eating it. If it's like a burger and say like I only ate half of it, I'm eating it cold. I refuse to warm it up. Alexis, I've seen you take leftovers from Olive Garden. Yeah, but do I eat them those? when I get home? Is the question. N- Nine do- times out of ten, they go to my mom because I refuse to eat leftover pasta. Dang, that's crazy. All the time. No. Me too. No. So yeah, we we were talking about like, would you be upset if I ate your leftovers? No, because if I don't eat it the next day, I'm not gonna eat it at all. My answer is tell me before you eat it. Yeah, like check in with me. Don't just like eat it. If I'm at work all day, just thinking about that spaghetti I have at home, and it's not there when I get home. Well, why didn't you pack it? Why didn't you pack it for lunch? Because I didn't. Because I don't. Because spaghetti is a little too heavy to be eaten at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Spaghetti is an after four p.m. meal. I can be eating spaghetti at eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah, no, like Thanksgiving dinner. You know how, like, well, I guess y'all don't house hop, but like when we do, we take food from other people's houses. That is a one day thing i'm not eating thanksgiving food until the following weekend that's not how i roll so like when we were in houston for thanksgiving his dad and him were oh he's gonna listen to this and be like oh really but um him and his dad are like really big on taking leftovers no i'm good i'm good i'll i'll figure it out <laughs> i be eating ham sandwiches after no. after holidays like nobody did morning ham sandwich i don't even eat ham ham sam in the morning you make a ham sandwich and you put and you put syrup on it and then in the afternoon you make it normal with you know mayo and mustard and then for your snack you just get you get a dinner roll and you make a mini ham sandwich later we should really just like go through all of the foods i refuse to eat one day that's a long list i be tearing up ham sandwiches one thing about food, I like how I've started eating new foods. Like, you know what? Y'all couldn't pay me to eat chitlins. But hogma? I love that. Me. I love me some hogma. Okay, that sounds gross. Okay, chitlins are gross. Hogma is delicious. It is it is a textural mwah. It is so flavorful and it just got that texture of like I don't know how to describe it. It's just so good. It's a good texture, though. Yeah, I'm trying to work myself up to, like, eating cottage cheese for the first time because I keep saying I want to do it because everyone keeps blending it on TikTok. I'll never eat cottage cheese. But I'm like, I don't know if it's the chunks that's, like, making me uncomfortable. Should I blend it to taste it? Oh, my gosh. Tomorrow's Friday. 
I know I'm so excited. I get off at 11:30, and I have to work at four. But I know yes. I have to go to work at 5:30, and I need to wash my work clothes. Thought you were saying a.m. I was gonna be like, oh. I really do not want to go to work though. Eh, neither do I. I'll take my 60 bucks and go home. Mm, like, I don't even know how much money we're going to make because apparently we're supposed to be really slow. I need to shave my legs. But I'm I'm mad. I really I really solidified myself as a drink station person. Is that bad? Like, no, I don't mind drink station. Like, I like drink station better than delivery. But I really just am trying to be a theater host. Oh. Well, okay. I think we've, we've chit-chatted. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I forced us into... <laughs> I mean, you really didn't take... Because no one because no one else had any ideas. Yep. Um, but yeah, see y'all next week. Peace out. Bye. Raven, nobody can see you waving. Love you. Mean it. Stop.